Internets, what is going on, man? It is your guy, Arthur Stewart, and this is episode two of the Iron Sharpens Iron podcast. Uh, we had a very dope conversation with my longtime friend, fellow ice cream aficionado, uh, coffee shop explorer, um, and founder of the Creative Exchange, Anna Sullivan. Man, we discussed everything from her humble beginnings of getting fired from Sonic to kind of figuring out finding her lane uh, through college and and, and, and post college and ultimately what led to her starting her own uh, social media agency. You know, so it was a really great conversation. Definitely premium cloth. Premium cloth was definitely discussed. Talked about a lot of stuff in between. Uh, Gary V. Um, really what the real definition of, of hustling is. The future of social media. Values and how we see money. It was really, really, really great conversation. Um, but outside of that too. Uh, I also want to let you all know that. Uh, the Iron Sharpens Iron podcast is now available. Wherever. You get your podcast, and that includes Spotify, which I'm really excited about. Shout out to Spotify, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, um, Overcast, and I'm probably forgetting one, but you know, we 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 fake out ya. We're fake out ya. Um, but again, we just got to get Google. We got to get Google on board now. But you know, please rate, subscribe, and, and tell a friend to tell a friend, to tell another friend. Um, cause you know, I really want to get this out into the world and, you know, just kind of share the gems that are dropped on me with, with others. And hopefully it enriches you in some way. That's the whole purpose of this podcast. It's, it's about enrichment and laughing and just overall, just positive energy and you know that's what this whole human experience is about just for us to you know vibe and learn from one another so anyway episode two when it's up rambling now let's go ahead and roll the thing from working at previous agencies one thing i realized was like yeah every everything you do is like it's not going to be to the top quality where you're going to get an award for it or whatever but we would have actual conversations where like we're working with this client because we can do some award-winning work Mm -hmm. but it might not be the funnest project or whatever but they knew like that had the opportunity to be that and you're more so making something knowing that it could get an award rather than just making cool shit and then i thought it was so weird i thought it was so backwards well I like, mean, this is something we can submit for an award, and I get that. But I don't know, like, shouldn't everything you do, like... I guess not everything you can do is going to be top quality because, like, we have the same issue where certain clients don't pay us enough to really right. do what we should be doing. But sure. we still work with them because maybe they're fun or, like, we like them. Right. So, again, it kind of goes back to, you know, some important pieces being there and making the short decisions accordingly to that. Yeah. You know, um, like... 
Yeah, I guess like when you look at it, I mean, because every company's different. Yeah. But you know, they have their different goals as far as like generating new business and and um, social proof essentially. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, we're legit, man. We did stuff for Geico. <laughs> you know, we did stuff for right, right. for, 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 for Verizon. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, they say that you can actually show that's what it is. Like, but at the same time, there are jerks to work with. Oh yeah. You know, but you know, but you're able to put that on your website. You're able to speak to it, and mm-hmm. it elevates you potentially as far as future clients you can get. So it's kind of like it's kind of like a investment of sorts. What's funny to me is how easy it is to get a job at a big ad agency that works with those clients. Mm-hmm. And also Verizon and all these other accounts, they have multiple agencies they're working with. Right. But it's harder to get a job at an agency like ours, a smaller, and it's harder to get the clients that we want because they're only going to work with one agency right. or whatever. I think it's just interesting because I was talking to a friend last night and um, she works for a big name Mm. And everyone wants to work for a big name, like say they work for this this brand or whatever. I don't want to say it to Apple or like you know. It's a clothing. Widen. It's a big clothing brand. Oh, yeah, oh. she doesn't work for um, an agency, but she was like, I'm just not happy. I don't feel like I have an impact there. Mm. And I think she was attracted to it because it was a big name. Right. But she just realized that's not what matters to her. Mm. But like right. some people like wouldn't care what their job was because they're working for this big name. But I'm like, you don't have any impact. Or your job doesn't matter. Right. Which sucks. But well, but I think. With that being the case, though, it's really important to know what your goals are, right? Yeah. Because if, if you're working for a company like that, that being on your resume is, is really strong. You know, like like if you work if you worked at Wyden and Kennedy or Crispin or one of those large mm-hmm. agencies for a little bit. Where's you know, Chris? Is Crispin U.S.? Yeah, they're they're based. I out just of started hearing about them Baltimore, yesterday. I, I feel like I didn't know who they were. Mm-hmm. There's actually a young lady that. Um, the first time is now that we did. Okay. Yeah. Um, Every she, she time I Christmas. hear that phrase, so I'm just like, the time is now. Yeah. It's this like conference he went on. That's how I told you I went to an event. It was that event. He put this conference on. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was called The Time Is Now. The Time Is Now. The Time Is Now. It's like some magic ish. Wow. Yeah. And, and the funny thing about that is, I. Sorry, I, are we recording? Like, we are have recording. Have we officially started? Yeah. So I was just trying something different real quick. Okay. Because there, there was a, you know, so like there, there was a podcast. Um, like that's what they're known for. Mm-hmm. They just start recording randomly. Like, yeah, I'm so like you yeah. don't really know when the conversation actually starts. So they just, they're just going. They're just going. Perpetually going. And just like just kind of seeing like where things go. Imagine you're sitting at the stall like in a bathroom, and your coworker walks up to you, and he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" He starts this conversation at the stall, but he has his camera up, so he's, right. he's got a podcast going. Right. The stall podcast, they'll call it. And then oh like. Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> well, like, what, what's the meaning for that? Internets. I have a very good friend of mine, um, Anna Sullivan, to my left. I've known her since her hair was down to the <laughs> middle of her back. It was never that long. <laughs> it was maybe like right here, like a little under my shoulder. Back yeah. when it almost like a, a Catholic schoolgirl look. Oh my but, God. But, <laughs> <laughs> I can't see that. That's so I can show you my ID. Some oh of my, my IDs. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, we go way back, and we have JJ here too. JJ, what's going on, sir? What's up? In Peace. fact, I, I did not even mean to skip over you. I guess you know now that you're you're done blushing. You know, uh, Anna, tell the, right. the, the people hello. Hey guys, thanks for having me on today. What Iron Podcast? What Iron sharpens that? iron. I, I like that name. Yeah. 
you know, I mean, it's, it's all about building. And uh, we all have something to contribute and uh, add to, to people. And we're going to talk more about this, but it seems like you've, you've had some things to say lately. <laughs> yeah, we're going to dive into that, you know, um, throughout the show. But, um, but before we get started, I want you to kind of uh, take us back, way back, back in the time. Um, you know, my, my real G's that were outside uh, back in the 90s know what that one was about. Oh, gosh. But, um, <laughs> but no, nah, but seriously, uh, so tell us a little bit about, um, tell us about your childhood, uh, high school. What was that like for you? Were, were you were you the athlete or were you the one in, 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 in the choir or, or, or in the band? Tell us a little bit about, uh, <laughs> you know, your wow, high school. Wow, okay. Background. Oh, my gosh. Um, so <laughs> I was in band. I think you know that. Um, high school. I um, I used to work at Sonic until I got fired. Ooh. They said I was not actually at band competitions on the weekend. They said I was driving around Wilson, which was not true. Mm. They said they never met a busier high school student and that I must have been lying about actually having stuff to do um, related to school. So I got fired. Mm. <laughs> and then I worked at Best Buy, um, opened that store in Wilson. Okay. And... Um, I always, like, had one or two jobs. Like, I've always had one or two jobs until a year and a half ago when I've been doing creative exchange full-time. Um, but I was editor of the yearbook. I was oh. treasurer of SGA. I was captain of the soccer team. I played tennis second seed, even though I sucked. Mm. But it was a small school, so anyone could just get on whatever team they wanted to be. Was this 3A? It's 3A, right? How low was that? Is there a 4A? This 4A. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, the lowest of low. Like, I graduated with um, maybe 150, 100 people. You went to Fike? Oh, wow. Hunt. Hunt. I, no, no, no. I went to Betting Field. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> she went to all the Wilson schools. No. All no, no, no. I'm totally dedicated to Betting Field <laughs> High School. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I said that. No, <laughs> no, because anybody that knows Wilson, they're like, did you go to Fike or Hunt? And I'm like, neither one. There's a third one called Betting Field. Yeah, but no is. one says that. So, yeah, my bad. Um, but... Editor of the yearbook, I'm not sure if I mentioned that one. That's one of my faves. Mm-hmm. Um, was drum major of the high school band. Like, I was, like, kind of that person that did everything and tried to do the top. But this is something we've, I've talked to people about recently is I became really well-rounded because that's what we were like. You need to be well-rounded and good at a lot of things to get into college. Sure. But now that I'm an adult, I want to be good at one thing and kill it, like, I feel like I never learn how to study. I never learn how to get really good at one craft because I want my hand in so many things, and I think that's hurt me a little bit. Mm. Um, but now, like, I mean, we're totally focused on social media, and still within that, there's so many aspects to focus on, like ads and influencers and creating the content and writing and trying to make podcasts and videos and stuff. Sure. Um, and I really like being a part of all of it, And that, but that's why I have a team of dedicated people that are really good at very particular things that can kind of help rein us in and I'm kind of more of an overhead person um but yeah that's what that's what high school was like I was thinking about this today because I've been listening to a lot of Gary V and he just talks about like Mm -hmm. don't complain about what you've done like always work as hard as you can like if you don't have any money sell stuff I didn't have a job my first semester in high in college Mm -hmm. so I sold clothes to buy jewelry supplies and sold jewelry so I made like I've had so many jewelry companies like Mm -hmm. it's crazy and I still would love to have another one one day sure um but, like, I always will do what it takes to, to make things happen. Um, so I think that's always kind of been here throughout my whole life. And here I am now with only one job but doing whatever I can to make this agency work. Um, but it's been fun. Sure. Yeah. Sure. 
So, okay. So, you were the all-American girl in high school. Oh, gosh. Right? Okay. <laughs> you know, so um, so that, so that you went to UNCG, correct? I say yeah. correct like I didn't know that. Of course you went to UNCG. <laughs> uh, so, so, what did you major in? Uh, fashion. Fashion. Yeah. Fashion. So, would you say that has um, been a huge influence as far as where you are now, just as far as, like, how you perceive um, yeah. branding and Yeah, I design? think... Um, What's funny is, oh, and I was voted most likely to, or something about most creative in high school, which mm. I'm really proud of that. Oh, shit. Um, but again, nothing was hard to get because I went to school with like 100 people. Um, so, you know, the odds are Don't be modest. Don't be modest. Don't be modest. But anyways, um, yeah, so I remember I was going to go to school for physical therapy because I love helping people. Sure. And I just assumed that if you work in the medical field that like, you're helping the people in the right way. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. Well, then um, my yearbook teacher was talking about, like, you should do graphic design or something like that. So I was like, that's a that's a thing. You can just go to school for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and my parents were super supportive. Like, I didn't really – I just assumed, like, you don't have a real job unless you're helping people in the medical field. Like, I don't know why I thought that. But coming from Wilson, I didn't even know what vegetarian was. And now I'm, like, basically vegan. Right. So, like, there's just things that people – I didn't even know about until I got to college. Um, cause it's such a small town where I'm from, but I, um, applied for graphic design, got in, but then to actually take the classes, you have to submit a portfolio. And mm. I think I got really nervous because I was like, I'm one of those people that likes to make stuff, but then I don't like putting it out there. Cause I'm like, it's not good enough mm. or whatever. Mm. Um, so I backed out of that and then saw that fashion even existed as a major. Cause I didn't even oh. know you could, I didn't know you could do that mm. like professionally, mm-hmm. um, unless you designed and I'm not a designer. Like I did more of the business side. So did that. Um, I hate school. Like, I think it's a waste of time, a waste of money. Mm. I'm here for the social aspect, mm. but like I learned a lot and it, it did help me meet people like you and mm. meet like a good group of creatives and people I'm still like best friends with to this day. Yeah. But halfway through, um, well, especially first day of class, the teacher was like, raise your hands if you want to be a buyer. Mm. That's the person working for like a big company and they're buying all the, the clothing that comes in because it's not their own brand. It's like other brands. Sure. Half the class raised their hand and I'm like, hell no. <laughs> like, I'm not about to do what everybody, I thought like I picked out something unique. I didn't even know it existed. I was so excited about it. And then first day of class, I out everybody else wants to do that. And I'm like, no, I can't. Mm. So two years in, I got involved in the entrepreneurship program at okay. UNCG um, and learned more about that, which I'd already had several businesses like not real businesses, but, you know, growing up. Yeah. Um, so got really interested in that. And um, I worked all through college and at one of my jobs at a boutique, being a buyer. So I was doing this before most people get go get degrees where I was already doing this in college because I just, like, make whatever I want happen. Sure. I, I don't want to say I always get what I want, but I'm always here to work as hard as I can to try to get what I want. Like, sure. if I really want something, I'm going to make it happen. Mm. Um, so that was when, like, they didn't have an e-commerce site. They didn't have social media. It was still kind of new at the time. And she was like, who wants to do this for us? I was like, me. I would always volunteer for whatever. And I'm getting paid to do it. Sure. Um, which wasn't, like, is obvious. Like, that's a good way to go. So I got paid to learn how to utilize social media and take pictures and do all that. Um, and then found out I really love that. I can work with multiple brands and businesses doing that because I'm not one to, I think I would enjoy working in-house somewhere and I've done that, but like, I like having my feet wet in a lot of different things. Again, the well-roundedness. Sure. Um, and since then I've been taking freelance clients and I knew, uh, 
I don't want to say I don't get along with people, but mm-hmm. I don't like taking direction if I think it should it can be done in a better way. And right. A lot of companies you work for, they're not really open to listening to you, like, and your ideas. And that's one thing I've made very clear with, especially everyone that works for me or for the team, um, is that, like, if you have an idea or think something can be done better, like, let's talk about it, let's make it happen. Because you're the one in there doing the job every day. I can't tell you how many bosses would, like, implement a process. They've never even done this before, and they're not doing it on a daily basis. I am. Like, that sucks to have to follow through with someone else that, like, just makes shit up. Um, So that kind of, like, led me to know I needed to have my own business. Mm. Came up with the name Creative Exchange in college. And um, as soon as I graduated college, um, I took a couple agency jobs and a startup job to kind of learn more about, like, how to run an agency and things like that. And then finally, when I was making enough money quit and been doing this full-time which I was doing the whole hours like it was full-time no sleep sure. which I'm still not sleeping um but yeah that's how I'm, that's how I'm here <laughs> sure so 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 let's let's take it back a little bit so college you finished right yeah you know um, I did graduate you did graduate I failed so with our degree it automatically comes with a minor in business mm. I failed chemistry and mm-hmm. I hate chemistry I didn't retake that so I didn't get my business minor but it doesn't matter like mm. No one cares about that crap yeah. these days. Yes, I mean, you know, it's the uh, benefit of being your own boss. Yeah. What did you What did you major in? Yeah, so I, I, I majored in public relations and oh, yeah. Yeah, entrepreneurship. Okay. Yeah. Did so. you change it up a few times? I did. That's what I thought. I did. I did. I, uh, I started off as a poli-sci major. Uh, my oh. goal, I wanted to be the first um, legit African-American president when i say uh, is that shade no legit? no no it's, it's not shade so my parents are from sierra leone west africa uh, so i'll never forget that you've put that in my head I, I all the time i always say you know like my parents are african and uh you know they they moved here in the early 80s i was born in the mid 80s so i am like a true american born but i grew up in an african family so mm-hmm. it's like it's it's a really weird not, I want to say dynamic, but just as far as the way of looking at the world. Yeah. Because, you know, they're very uh, conservative. Yeah. And, and being in America, it's it's especially growing up in the 90s and the 2000s, it's really more of like a, it's a, it's a free world. Like mm-hmm. nowadays, I think where we're going in, in, in as far as society is concerned, in my opinion, I feel like the people that are scared to try things. Oh yeah. They're, they're scared to do different things are gonna be the ones who are gonna end up being on the on the losing end of things. Um, you know, but anyway, that's 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 neither here nor there. <laughs> um, so I wanna go back a little bit to to your senior graduation. Okay. Graduation. Of college. Of college. Okay. Um, what were your thoughts as far as going into the real world? And was it real or was it completely the opposite? I cannot stand when people say they got their first like grown up job or the real world because I I was always in the real world. Right. I didn't really get into college. I wasn't one to hang around on campus. I worked from that first semester making my own jewelry company until I got a, other jobs through college. Like I was in the real world from the beginning, like did whatever I can to volunteer off campus and make connections that way. And that's how we got a lot of our clients in the beginning was all the the off-campus, real-world, and Greensboro relationships I mm-hmm. made during college. So as soon as I graduated, I f- just felt freed because I felt like school was holding me back from working and learning more. Like, there was a class I failed. And I'm, like, a good student. Like, I get 
A's and B's, but, or I get like an F, like there's no in between for me. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And there was a class I failed. It was history of costume. I really liked the teacher, so I did feel like I let her down because we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Trish. Trish. <laughs> Trish. I'll have to send her this. Um, and it was history of costume. And I'm like, I already know I want to do marketing. Like, this has nothing to do with my life. I just had to get it to get one of those, like, little side credits or whatever. Um, but I would skip class because I felt like I was learning more at my job. Right. Um, I I'm not money hungry. Like I need money to pay my bills, but I did think I was learning more about working every day and doing the buying and social media than I was taking that class. Cause I know I don't need that. And I know that that has nothing to do with my life right now. Um, but yeah, so I was so happy when I graduated, a friend of mine got a job at a startup and they needed someone to do marketing. So I took that position startup mm-hmm. didn't get enough funding. So, you know, they let have the people go Sure. after that. I got headhunted, by another local agency, they reached out to me on LinkedIn. So I took someone's um, social media job while they were going on um, pregnancy leave, whatever, mm-hmm. maternity leave. Yep. Yeah. And um, worked for there for a few months. And then I took a freelance gig to pay myself enough to figure out the next like two months what I want to do. Um, that's when I decided I want to move from Greensboro to Raleigh or right. figure out where I wanted to go. Um <clears throat> And when I moved to Raleigh, I actually got a job back in Greensboro working for a larger agency. Learned so much there. Sure. Um, all the lingo and stuff I didn't learn in school. But it's like I need to be immersed in it because I'm not going to sit here and read a book about something. Like I just need to do it and I learn better from that way. Sure. Um, so that's kind of what I did and worked there for maybe two years or a year and a half. And mm. then when I was making enough money from creative exchange on the side, I, I quit. Mm. Yeah. So I feel like I've always been in the real world. Like I never got school like the whole because, you know, people that graduate and they're scared or they mm. want to go back to school. They're like, I want to stay in school as long as I can. I'm yeah. like, I'm ready to get out. Like this is holding me back. Right. So I feel like whenever I have kids, I've thought about this a lot. Like, what do I want for them? And like their schooling, because do you remember Bill Johnson? I do remember like, Bill. Like, oh my gosh, shout he's amazing. Bill. Yeah, shout out to Bill. Yeah. Um, he was like creating a school within UNCG to help people like define their own major and like kind of put classes together to figure out what they want to do. Like, I'm totally here for that and believe in that. But mm-hmm. following a strict curriculum just to get like a Bachelor of Science and a very particular thing, like you don't use half of those skills. Like you're not going to find a job that uses mm-hmm. all of those. Like, sure. I don't know. It just, it doesn't make sense to me. So, um, I don't really feel like you need a degree to make it in this world. I think if you just hustle enough and like learn things on your own, like you're totally fine right. because only the corporations are going to have a rule that says like, you must have a four year degree. And I know they have to be moving out of that. Right. Like, it doesn't make sense anymore. And the weird thing is, and I think too, like, I mean, I don't know if I learned this, um, in school or out of school, but it's like when you're in school, it seems like you need the education. Mm-hmm. Once you get out of school, they need the experience. Right. So yeah. it's always like you're always losing somehow. Yeah, that's what I hear all the time. Mm-hmm. But you know? Because I worked. One thing I hated too is like I made sure I worked in my industry. Like I always got jobs in what I knew I wanted to go down or mm-hmm. learn more about. Sure. And so many other people either didn't work in college because their parents were given the money or um, they got a job as a waitress because they're making more on tips than they would at this mm-hmm. other place. But right. I'm like, then you graduate and you go work at the bank because you don't have any experience in whatever. Right. And then you never end up working in your major because now it's been too many years. You've lost that because you didn't have enough experience to get a, even an entry-level job. And like sure. I was always working in my field. So as soon as I graduated, I already had a degree in something somewhat relevant. Um, 
because I did like a lot of consumer research and marketing and stuff within my degree, sure. even though it was more based in the apparel industry. Um, and it was just easy to get a job. Like people were coming looking for me because I was young. They knew they could pay me a very lower salary because sure. I already had experience and I'm fresh out of college. And like most mm-hmm. people fresh out of college are maybe not. I don't know what people do these days, but like I'm eager to work and learn and work as right. much as I can. Sure. And like, I don't think people like doing that for some reason, but I like to work. I love working. I'm, we're working right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Making content. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think, you, you, you raise a really interesting point because I was talking to a friend of mine uh, probably about a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. and I was just talking about how this whole, I don't want to call it a rat race, but it kind of is that. Yeah. And if you're not careful, you can find yourself there, stuck there almost permanently. Yeah. You know, because for me, I know that when I was younger, when I was 20, 21 years old, I felt like like the as the old folks would say the world was my oyster. <laughs> you know, I had nothing but time. I had so much youth. Oh my gosh. You know, my legs work well. Oh, <laughs> you know, uh, my lungs they, they they can take in as much breath as I need it to take in. I'm good. Um but then I turned 28. Yeah. And just realizing how quick 6 7 years goes by. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm now 32. It happened even quicker, <laughs> you know. And my can I say that was a week? That that was a week. Snap. Snap. Okay. So so you here's got the thing. Years years like, yeah, that, that, that's, that's another part that? about about. <laughs> that's funny. Well, um, yeah, I, oh, I, I, that's actually one of my insecurities. Actually, you just you just presented it for the world. It's sna- yeah. snapping. Yeah, no, no, the fact that oh. my week snapping. Okay. That's, that's the reason why I don't normally do it. I can't it. whistle. Uh, well, I guess I guess we all have our things, yeah. I guess. I'm Sorry. the talented person here. You can do both? Oh, man, you can whistle and oh, Dixie? Oh, wow. Oh. But look, how old are you? Uh, 21. You're no, saying? 22, 22. You see? You see? Yeah. You, you, yeah. you have your youth. You, of course you can <laughs> snap and whistle. Yeah. When I hit 30, I won't be able to snap anymore or whistle. Well, I mean, I, if, if if you train yourself, maybe you know, <laughs> like a dog in, in, in that time, kind of really kind of pick up on that. Oh my god! But yeah, but no, um, snapping's also been one of my things, my, one of my weaknesses in that my life. That is so funny. But I was just so I'm passionate. I'm so sorry. I was so passionate. <laughs> I just couldn't help but do it, and I just revealed myself to the world. I'm and, so and sorry. My, I called it out. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, it's almost as bad as me not being able to dance. Oh um, being the two things, I'm not a good dancer. No way. Yeah, I don't do it. You know. Well, what? okay. No, oh, I'll take I'll take that back. Haven't we been out before? Yeah. Well, I guess thing, I never like watched you dance. Well, it's okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> it's a weird thing where if I I call it level seven drunk. <laughs> level seven drunk Ooh. is where like, like Defcon. <laughs> well, Defcon seven. Well, I, I still remember things, and mm. I'm still very present. Right. But. The time where it was okay for me to even think about getting behind a, the wheel of a car, uh, it probably passed like 45 minutes prior. Mm. But that's the level where like none of that matters and it's okay. Mm-hmm. So for me, I understand. The, my issue with dancing is the fact that I live in my head a lot. <laughs> and I'm thinking about, oh man, like, okay, like, am I on beat? I am on beat. Am I still on beat? Oh snap! Dude, What's going on? oh yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, Mm-mm. 
you know. So, but it's again, it's like it's, it's going on there. But once you reach that level seven drunk, that where with that uh, those filters are gone. How many drinks does that take you these days? Well, that's a great that's a great question you asked. Um, <laughs> when I was in D.C., I went to a club and uh, I met these ladies that was visiting from Houston, and I told them this exact thing, <laughs> and they asked me how many drinks would it take. I was like, man, it'll probably take, you know, I only really drink, I don't really drink cheap liquor. But, you know, <laughs> Top show. Yeah, wow. jo- Johnny Walker Black Label is what I drink. Fancy. You know, so so that's the reason why I don't really, you know, whatever. But about seven shots is about what it'll take. And I didn't think that Oh, we're talking shots. Appropriate. Oh, we're not even talking about mixed drinks. Mm-hmm. Well, we're I mean. Just straight shots. Yeah, straight shots. Just trying to get you there. Yeah. I mean, o- over so time, funny. within a short amount of time, about seven shots. And I didn't think, I mean, I just, it's just a fact. I just put it out there. But what I did not expect them to do, you know, but, um, oh, yeah, yeah. So the seven shots. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know. I turn around, the person, waitress comes up with a um, tray of seven shots of Johnny Walker Black. Oh, my did God. Did you take them all right then? Yeah, I did. Oh, oh my God. God. I would have thrown up. Because the thing is, um, I don't know if y'all know this about me, but uh, my ego is um it's pretty healthy ain't yeah. about to lose I'm, a, I'm, 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 I'm not i'm not gonna it is it's pretty strong and and just because you brought it, i'm not gonna like like you know say that i can't do it right you know i told them what it was they they paid the money i'm not gonna let them waste their money so you got some girls to buy you seven shots like that's pretty solid yeah and i didn't even ask i did that's I, pretty I, I, I wasn't they even must have it. wanted something <laughs> um, saw something they liked. No, nah, well, they probably wanted to see. Just want to see what my my one two step was like. Ah. because because that that's my um that's my my main feature uh, move. Your you know what I mean? Step. My one two step. You got the the drunken waltz going on. A little bit, oh but gosh. but but you know um you know I put a little bit of sauce on it. Oh yeah, I put a little bit of sauce on it. Depending on on where I'm at with things, it might be Jamaican jerk, where you feel it right here. Oh my gosh! You know what I mean? Or it might be like some mango habanera, where you feel it all over. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much um, this depending on the sauce. You I feel know? like you're talking about some straight up sauces from Taco Bell. Uh, <laughs> this I, episode is sponsored by Taco Bell. Well, actually, yeah, to to, to the Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh my god! Oh, you is know, that where Tuesdays? those are? Oh, whoa, that's. Yeah, they're, they're by Mango Habanero. Back, back when that sounds kind of good. I don't really do hot, but mango sounds good. Oh, you don't do spicy at all? Have you got me onto those videos with the guys that'll, will they eat the hot wings oh, and the hot sauces? Yes. We should have done that. Is that, like, is that a Vice show? No, it's a, um, uh, it's it's done by uh, Now We Feast. Okay. Yeah, they're really, really fun. I forgot, they'll have like Sean Evans or somebody. A host and he... like a famous person. Right. Okay. Like, and they sit there. Michael B. They... Jordan was up there. Mm. And they'll go through and like get they, hotter. They basically, they eat through 10 different wings. And Why don't they we start have food or beer with here? the weakest wing. Yeah, that, that should be the case for sure. Right. <laughs> and then as they go through the wings, they slowly get progressively hotter until they get the last wing. Mm. And they're asking questions to the person while they're eating the wings. And they're both eating eating the wings at the same time. Sure. So they're both like slowly getting like hotter and hotter. Sure. And the questions become more intense and it's it's really What cool. I that like about cool that is you're obviously going to alter what you're saying or some something can get altered but that gets you not only listening to a podcast but sure. watching a video to see their reaction. Yeah. Right. I think that's just an interesting play yeah. on content so you can get the most out of right. different types. So you can like put it into the same both, content. Yeah. You know, right. Into both mm-hmm. aspects of yeah. what content you're kind of creating. Yeah. 
and I, and I think like where we're where we're going right now too, just in this twenty eighteen and going forward, mm-hmm. like we're gonna see all kind of different like yeah. people experimenting with with, with content because yeah. it, it's getting attention's just getting harder to to oh, yeah. to, to get and mm-hmm. um, you know I mean people listening to podcasts, but um, I mean as far as like the consistent ones that people listen to on the regular, yeah, I mean. You know, that's still kind of small. I'm so picky about them. As I'll you subscribe should. to like, I have 20 probably I'm subscribed to, but I'll probably listen to three. So, so tell us I, about those three. What, what are the three that you use to regularly? Um, I've been listening to a lot of Gary V, so his daily V. Yes. yes. I've been doing that like every day. Yeah. Um, I love Lorez's podcast, The Creative Muscle. That okay. was pretty good. They don't come out with him, but like every two weeks. So okay. I mean, it's not something I can listen to every day. And, um, I like the North Carolina Food and Beverage podcast, but I'm like particular about like who is it that they're interviewing or what we're talking about. Sure. Um, oh, I like Direct Message by um, a creative DC. Oh, DC. Yeah. Um, DC. I love how I built this, but like I'm very particular. Like I'm gonna research who they're interviewing and what the topic is before I listen to it. But a lot of things that get me is like. I'm really picky about people's voices. Mm-hmm. I'm really picky about their intro music and mm-hmm. how, like, whatever. Oh, my sister put me onto the a base, the basement yard. Okay. But that's a funny one. The rest of mine that I listen to are very, like, career-focused. Right. And that one's a good, like, light. They're so funny. I think they put out one a week. So, um, so, so, so I guess to, to, that, to that point, um, when it comes to theme music, um, you don't want your podcast theme music to sound like uh, 1970 porn Music. But it does, that might be funny though. Okay. That could uh, be funny. Like Do they do that on Between Two Ferns? That's not a podcast, but Zach Galifianakis show. It's like Between Two Ferns, and he'll have like. Oh two yeah, ferns. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I, I, his I is something that. like kind of like that, but podcast. it's funny. I haven't heard it yet. It's a, um, I think it's just a YouTube. I don't know if it's actually a podcast. Okay. I should look into that. Um, but I was reminded of that because I watched the Cars Coffee and Conversation yeah. with. Jerry Seinfeld, Seinfeld. Yeah. Mm-hmm. on Netflix is pretty funny. Yeah, um, or not funny, but it's good seeing those people outside of their element. But sure. Yeah. What's, what's um, your favorite episode? Uh, or um, interview? That's a great that. question. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I know which cars I liked a lot. It was more of the old school, like um, the VW thing or something. Mm. That was. I don't know. Mm. I did like Zach Galifianakis. I watched most of them. There was a couple that I didn't really like theirs as much but um it's more so the people i do know because i don't know all the comedians that have been on the show sure so it's like the ones i do know and getting to see them be a different person i like that a lot you know a couple things about the, the number one that's such a cool concept by the way mm-hmm. the, the, the uh, cars and comedians and coffee because yeah. well, well, for three different reasons number one jerry seinfeld is like really really deep an introspective mm-hmm. guy. He's also like a real big jerk. Mm-hmm. So like really, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But he's but he's so smart. And number two, like Acura mm-hmm. taking a chance on on um, sponsoring. The show. I didn't know they were a sponsor. Yeah. I haven't paid attention. Because like, like yeah, Acura was the one who, who was who was the the sponsor for for whatever, and they just yeah. kind of brought around different cars. So that's like like one of the original. Um, content, um, um, not activation, but um, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. I didn't know that. Um, so my my mom loves Seinfeld. I have a few friends that love it. I never could get into that show, so this is actually the first thing I've actually watched with him in it. Sure. 
So I've never really seen him out of this this show, and it's more so about his guests. Like they'll ask him some questions, but it's more so about the guests. So I don't really, I don't really know him. Well, the the, the interesting part about that too is, and, and I'm glad you said that, because I'm usually like usually kind of keep that one close to the chest. Yeah. But I actually don't really think a show is really that funny. Mm. It's I've not tried. funny. I it's tried. not supposed. I don't know if it's supposed to be funny. I think it's just like. Let's talk about... See, I'm all about listening to how people got to where they are. Like, right. how many years they had to suck at being a comedian before they got, like, their big break or whatever. And I think the cards are really interesting. Sure. Um, and I just like seeing people out of their element. Like, how are these people when they're not trying to crack a joke? Because sure. that can... T- it just tells so much about the person. Sure. Like, and if they're actually a decent person. Because some of these people... There's some Netflix show right now... Some lady was like, I'm not going to, um, I think her name's Hannah or something. I'm not going to be a comedian anymore because I've just realized, like, I'm just doing this at the expense of others, like, making fun of different stereotypes or whatever. And, like, I just don't want to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just think, like, this whole thing, like, so many comedians, it's funny when they say certain jokes, but you don't mean, like, are they actually racist? Like, Mm -hmm. are they whatever? And this is, like, I get to see the other side of them. Like, and Zach Galifianakis, like, because I always see him in a very particular character, and this was, I thought that was cool, because he also lives in a very small home, and even Jerry was like, you live in a very modest home for someone that probably has a lot of money, and he's like, I don't need that much space. Like, Mm. I'm like, yeah, dude, you don't. (laughs) I honestly, even if I had that much money, I'd be scared to live in a huge house because I'm like, there could yeah. be some homeless person living right. upstairs. Exactly. I know I never know it because I don't walk around the whole house every day, you know? Yeah. Like, I'd be more nervous about it. So so answer this because this, this, it's really interesting you bring that up because, like, being that, like, um, like African, culturally, you know, uh, it's, it's a real thing. Like, it really is in our blood to shine a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a thing. Um, so there's that. But also, as far as being modest, that that's a thing too. So it's kind of like a weird balancing act, almost mm-hmm. impossible. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so my my question is, like, let's say you are Zach Galifianakis or Jerry Seinfeld, where you have millions and millions and millions of dollars, yeah. right? And like, you know, well, I won't say Jerry Seinfeld because his, his suits look very expensive. <laughs> Even his jeans look very expensive. <laughs> he does wear those jeans and sneakers with like I cannot stand when people wear and some people might can do it. Right. Jeans and blazers. Yeah. That's their go to. Mm. Like it's it's like a um it's like a startup look. Start it's a startup kit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely a startup kit. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Some loafers. Some loafers. Oh, oh man. Now I do, I do hate the loafers. Oh untuckit.com shirt. Untuckit.com. With a blazer it's and hilarious. some jeans. Yes. They'll be dark jeans. Yeah. If you wear the light ones and the crocodile boots, you definitely lost me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Steve Jobs, man. Steve Jobs kind of late, late, late. I mean, I don't wear jeans, but I wear a black t shirt like almost every day. I didn't have one clean today, so that's why I'm wearing this. Right. <laughs> but Dope my go to is way. all black. Like, I, I love black. And sure. I look good in it. So sure. I don't really like doing too much color. This is like a lot for me. <laughs> so, so, so let's, let, let's take ourselves and picture ourselves we're we're, we're 100 millionaires right and you and, and you don't want 100 million 100 millionaires <laughs> i'm not sure if that's a number to be honest 100, we'll millions, 100 millions 100 millions 100 millions right and you know you, you say you don't want to have like a big house or whatever mm-hmm. like that like what would life look like for you right cuz i mean cuz now money's no longer an object so yeah. you can travel when you want you know you can do whatever yeah. like if you're not investing in a house or cars or anything like that, like, 
what, 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 what are you doing with your money or is it just not that big of a thing? You just let it accumulate? Yeah. Um, I think that like, I mean, obviously I'm going to take care of my family. Sure. Like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I obviously, I'm not going to have like the smallest house because like I essentially want kids and a family. So I'm going to have a big enough house for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love to travel, so I would love to do that. Probably give some to charity. But I think I'd invest in brands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think I would, I would like, not be an angel investor. Because I don't even believe in that. Like, I might more grant money mm-hmm. yeah. to people. Mm-hmm. But, like, continue to build up the business I'm trying to do. Like, maybe if that has different arms or something. Sure. Um, but, yeah, like, I think traveling, like, I don't know what I'd do with them so much money. Mm-hmm. I've never thought about it. Mm-hmm. I've never really wanted. I just want to be able to, like... Be comfortable where I'm not worried about money. Mm. If this ends up failing, that I have enough money in the bank to figure out my next move. Sure. Or invest to start something new. Um, and, yeah, I want to travel as much as I can, but I don't know. Sure. What about you, JJ? What are your thoughts? I'm, I mean, I'm basically in the same boat. Mm. You know, like, basically paying back the people that have taken care of me and done me well my whole life. Sure. And trying to, trying to give back to the communities that have been and kind of identified who I am and mm-hmm. but um I mean for the most part like you said I don't really care about you know having a huge house to say and mm. I don't care about nice cars right I, mean, I hang around like car guys all the time and I hear about all the different kinds of cars that they talk about I'm like sure. okay that sounds cool right uh, I got me a Lexus GS 400 right from the 2000s that almost had 200,000 miles sure. I don't really care about cars sure but I mean uh, you know, yeah, investing, uh, putting it somewhere where you could see value coming back to you at some point. Sure. Um, I mean, for the most part, I, I <laughs> with, with that kind of money, I'm not even sure where I pay off all my debt. That would right. be number one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then probably putting the rest into retire. I'm, I'm, for for the most part, I can't really think of anything fun to say that. I would right. Do. And I mean, in terms of traveling, I mean. I do have places, like a bucket list of places I would like to go to eventually and go and see myself mm. instead of, you know, seeing them on pictures. And, yeah. But, I mean, for the most part, I, I still have the rest of my life to do that at some point, as long as, you know, North Korea doesn't do anything stupid. Sure, um, <laughs> sure. Right. Well, it, you know, it's funny you say that, because um, Dave Chappelle, who's like one of my... Um, he was on that show. He was definitely on that show there. Mm-hmm. Another really smart guy. And yeah. I think... Most great comedians are all really smart. That's what makes them great comedians. Yeah. But um, he, they were, he was talking, I think it was Dave Letterman he was speaking to. And he was like, you know, because, you know, he left his show. He, he had like a $50 million contract and he left like right in the beginning of it. So he only got like $10 million of that $50 million. What? Yeah. That sounds like such a ripoff. It sounds like it. But he was just like, you know, he was asking Dave, do you know the difference between... $50 million and $10 million? No. You, you can ask. Or, or, or what you think? Uh, uh, $40 million. $40 million! <laughs> Astounding $40 million. <laughs> yeah. But, but the, the thing is, <laughs> no, but the thing is, the lifestyle that you have being ma- making $10 million oh, yeah. and the lifestyle you have making $40 million it's, is a, it's essentially the same. Right. You know, so it's really just a matter of, like, what you value mm-hmm. in I've your heard, life. I've heard that, like, I think if you're making 125000 or 150000 a year, mm. when you make more than that, like, because that can kind of get you mainly what you want sure. in your life. Um, when you're making much more than that, like, 
the scale of your happiness doesn't go that much higher. Like it kind of plateaus, but like if you go from $30,000 a year to $60,000 a year, your life is kind of changing. Your happiness right. might go up, but like when you get to a certain amount of money, it doesn't grow as high. Sure. I just think that's interesting. Like I just want to be able to live comfortably and pay like the people working for me, like for them to have a really nice life and mm. um, do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I'm just not really like, I don't ever want to be in debt and I always want to like be able to make the impact I want to make, but right. I'm not really concerned about have, money. I do have one thing that I know I would do. That's doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> I would, I would go back to school and get my doctors. Mm. Um, really? Yes. Just so I can have people address me as doctor. Mm. I don't even care what I get I'll my doctor. I'll just write it on my business card. I'm a doctor. <laughs> it's, it's doctor, doctor saying Vatraku at the end. That's ridiculous for people to Mr. say. Mr. No. Doctor. 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 I paid for that DR. Yeah, exactly. I paid for it. I'm a doctor. Right. Yeah, it's hilarious. I thought it was funny when they announced that at my cousin's wedding. They were like, doctor. And I was like, oh, wow. That sounded nice. Yeah. I definitely know people who are very serious about their doctor. Like, no, that's doctor. That's doctor. Yeah. That's doctor. A doctor in what? Psychology. Yeah. Oh. Hey, no, why are you asking all these questions on the doctor, right? <laughs> So it doesn't matter if it's a, a, a philosophy or leadership studies. Right. It's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That is so funny. My goal, what I always said was, I want to do some cool things in life mm-hmm. to where someone will give me an honorary doctorate. What? That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And then... I'd rather have that. And you still call me doctor. <laughs> still. <laughs> you tell me I went to school for 20 years and this guy gets a That's exactly a right. for nothing. That's exactly right. For coming and being a commencement speaker at Duke University. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And say very cliche things like, yeah. stay foolish. Don't let anybody tell you not to do what you want to do. I don't know. Oh, yeah. so. Cocaine was the best thing I've ever done. Right. <laughs> Quit school. And you're like, what? Shrooms especially. <laughs> Shrooms. So that's hilarious. What's that? Is that Mitch Hedberg quote? I used to do drugs, but I still do too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> was there a dramatic pause? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the dramatic pause will mix that, that, that whole statement and right, punch. You right. know? So... Very cool. So so tell me really quickly, guys, we kind of went over it a little bit, but like what are things that you truly value? So it sounds like family. Family is something that, that, that um, you know, nothing's really above. I guess the work. Right. Oh, yeah. I love work. Mm-hmm. Like my biggest thing is starting out like it was you just need clients and experience to continue doing what you're doing and you might like not – work with people you wouldn't want to work with in the future but like we've kind of been doing that now like we're recycling out clients that maybe don't pay us what we should be making like i'm not making any money off them i might even be losing money Mm. um because maybe it was a good opportunity at the time or they might be kind of difficult to work with Mm. like we're kind of phasing those out and now making sure we're only rolling in ones that really align with our values and what Mm. we want to do and create and so Mm. we can really create cool things Mm. but i just love like if someone's really passionate about whatever they like to do. Like I could listen to you talk all day. I don't care if it's about, um, I don't know. Like what's the topic I'm not interested in? Uh, finance, finance. Like, but if you're so, I'm just like, (laughs) wow, like I didn't know someone could be so into this and so knowledgeable about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so like if you're really passionate about something, I just want to like, how can I help you like 
make that your dream because I talk to so many people and they're not happy at their job or they're not happy doing whatever. I'm just like, do something about it. Like, why are you sitting around? I'm right. here to help. Like, I want to help however I can. So I'm just good at social media and strategy and coming up with ideas and stuff. So that's kind of how I add my value to helping people mm. with what they already like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that gets my toes wet in so many different industries and just like focusing on, on one. So that's like, that's like what kind of keeps me going and what I'm interested in. Um, but like, I, I couldn't imagine like retiring or not doing something that's not creating or adding value and helping people like be happy. Sure. So. Well, I'll, I'll say this too, as, as, as your um, longtime friend, I've seen changes in you, but they weren't really, they weren't huge changes. It was uh-huh. just kind of a maturation. Yeah. Right. Um, it seems like there's always been something at your core that is beating the the beat to your own drum essentially mm-hmm. what what is your north star like 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 what is it that that guides you through the various paths that you take in your life what is it that, that pulls you i don't know mm, it's something though what do you mean so the, well going back talking about money sure. what i would want to do like I want to build this up and be on top of Creative Exchange, but I want to have a jewelry company. I want to learn how to make jewelry and sell it. Mm-hmm. I want to learn how to hip, do more of hip-hop dance. I want to take a class. Hey, okay. Like, there's just, like, a lot of activities and things, and okay. then, like, if I can fund that, I would, yeah, I would invest in a lot of businesses, but I think, mm-hmm. I don't know, like. It's bigger than business, though. It's bigger than business. Helping people? Because, oh, I'll give you an example, right? Yeah, like, I don't So understand. So, when I first met you, you know, like, you... You're, you're, you're essentially the same person, but it's mm-hmm. just kind of like, you know, you're 20 years old, 19, how yeah. old you were. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to figure out, like, what you wanted to do, and, like, you were blogging, and yeah. then, like, you were freelancing, doing the jewelry thing. Yeah. You know, we're, and we're going to entrepreneurial events, which was, which was cool. Yeah. But it, but it always seemed like, at your core, you did not want anybody to dictate life for you oh yeah that's definitely there yeah you know like 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 that that's always been a constant Mm -hmm. but like as time has gone along that piece has kind of grown more so even for like like the agency you were working for before like it was Uh cool you were just learning yeah but like you knew that you were you were too big yeah to to swim around in those ponds yeah Mm mm-hmm you know, and, and you moved on to, to create the creative exchange and, and, and what you're talking about here. But it seems like, for, from, from my vantage point, it's, it's something bigger than yourself that, that kind of guides you to make those pivots. Uh-huh. Right? And I guess, I guess I'm asking you is, like, what do you think that thing is? Is it, like, just, like, you know, fulfillment or is it like a, a accomplishment or is it like something a teacher told you back in the day like or trying to prove somebody right like or yourself right like like, like what is it that, that I like you? I like challenges for myself mm-hmm. like I became a vegetarian in college nothing against like animal rights or whatever but like I'm not really doing it to save animals like right. I just watched a TV show about it and then the next day decided to try it sure. and now it's like seven or eight years later and it's still a challenge I'm trying to keep up with. Sure. Um, so I think it is like fulfillment and 
challenging myself to see if I can do it. Like, I could care less about what other people think. Mm. Um, I mean, I do definitely care, like, what people think. Like, I try to be nice to people, and sometimes, like, I might send an email, and I'm just like, oh, like, was that mean? Like, I don't mean to do that. Like, sure. I can be very short and stuff um, just because I'm, like, quickly moving. But I think that it is personal fulfillment, and I just want to see if I can do it, mm. like, and be successful at it. Sure. Like, let's see how long it can take. Let's see how long I can do this without, like, having to fire someone because I can't pay them or sure. whatever. Like, let's see how much I can grow this and how big it can get. Even though I don't want to be – I would don't think I'd ever want us to be that big. Like, I don't want to be a huge agency. I want to be very, like, more boutique style. Right. Um, but just knowing my options are out there. Like, right. we've had people – We've had two people try to invest in us or, like, buy our agency out. And I'm just like, we're not even to the point where I'd really, like, want that. Mm -hmm. But, like, that's happened. Like, that's kind of, like, something that I'm just like, wow, like, someone actually thinks this is something. Or people people will message me and they think I'm successful. And they're just like, let me, like, I want to work for you. And I'm just like, (laughs) what do you mean? Like, I don't even make that much money per year to support myself. Like, I'm just paying my bills and then putting everything back into this. Um, But I think I just get really, like... Somebody used to tell me this all the time, and he, he said it was a bad thing, but I think it's one of my biggest strengths is I'm zero or 100. Mm. I'm totally not into something, and people can tell when I'm not. That's kind of when, like, the conversation came up at my old job when I was I knew I was about to quit, right. and then they started noticing that I wasn't invested, and they're like, is something up? Like, do you not enjoy this? I'm like, no, I actually don't. I put my, my notice in that day. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, like, it happened at the very right time. Or, mm-hmm. like, I'm all about something. Like, I was telling you, there's a, a client I really want. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get a client if I really want it. Sure. Like, I'm going to do whatever it takes. So, it's more a personal challenge to me that I'm either invested something 100% or zero. Like, there's no in-between in between for me. Sure. So, 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 so tell me, too. So, as far as creative exchange is concerned, um, and I really do believe it's true what they say about people's companies really is a, a piece of the person. Oh, that's my whole life. That founded it, yeah. for sure. Yeah. You know, um, and I can definitely see some correlations between you and your company. But mm-hmm. how would you describe the creative exchange at your core? Because on Instagram, and if you don't follow Anna <laughs> currently, you need to be doing so. Uh, she had some things to say. On, on IGTV. I'm just... Did you watch someone yesterday? Well, I did. <laughs> I did. She had some things to oh say. Oh, my gosh. Well, I've been... Shout out to Gary V. Yeah. Like, I never thought I, like, would like his stuff, but mm-hmm. finally kind of gave in. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, and he knows this, like, he's very, like, bold in what he says, and yeah. I was always like, oh, like, douchebag. Um, no offense, dude. I love you. Um, and now I'm, like, so into it the last, like, couple weeks um, but he's like, just put every th- all the content as much as you can out there. So now I'm like, I'm not really one to be comfortable on video. Like, my accent is apparently very heavy and southern, which I can't hear it, but I get that a lot. <laughs> well, you're from around here, but if I go to, like, even D.C., they're like, where are you from, Texas? I'm yeah. like, no. Texas? That's hilarious. So, and then, like, I mean, every, not every girl has insecurities, but, like, but I'm just like, oh, like, I'm so pale. Like, my hair is, like, bright. <laughs> so, I'm just like, F it all, you know. Like, right. I just need to talk about this stuff. And one thing about being in business is, like, I don't really cuss that much in, mm-hmm. in many of my things. Um, but I do try to be somewhat professional. But I'm always me. And, right. like, I'm, like, even if maybe this 
what I posted the other day turns off new clients. So I'm just like, I just need to tell the story because right. this is what I'm going to want to deal with anyway. And if a client can't be okay with that, then I don't need to be working with them anyway. Sure. Like, I need to be aware of every red flag that comes up because it's not going to be a good relationship in the end. Like, how many people or jobs have you taken that it seemed like the dream job and then like three months later the people suck or yeah. the company changes or it's not what you thought yeah, and you're like, facts. freak, like, I'm still here. This sucks. Like, sure. this is not what I thought it was going to be. Sure. So I never want any client to come to us and like, we're not what they expected I don't want anybody to work for me and like I didn't give them enough information and then they don't like what they're working on and they feel stuck or they turn down another job for this like I want everybody to be very upfront and know what's happening and sure. my personality and the company's personality to make sure they're like good to be on board sure so interesting but yeah yeah I've been posting as much as I can doing my thoughts of the day which JJ will hopefully be on it today hey, we can get you to yeah, um, just trying to post as much as I can like just to put myself out there because I don't care about my personal brand. I care about my personal, for me, I care about it more so to help build the company and lead people to, to what I'm creating and trying to make a living off of. Sure. So. I mean, you're, you're definitely doing it right. And, um, Thanks. For sure. You know, and, you know, I've also been following Gary Vee for a while, too. It's weird. Like, I've been following all these people for many years. I mean, years. I've known about him for years. Yeah. And I've, like, seen his posts, but I don't think I was that invested just because I judged. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, yeah. like, Get Gary V. I mean, sometimes when it comes to content, um, you're you're in a certain mood to consume certain things, yeah. right? Oh yeah. You know, like, yeah. like some days I listen to my man um, um, Joel Olstein. Uh, oh yeah. I might listen mm-hmm. to Joel Olstein sometimes, but if I want a little bit of spice in, in my gospel, I I I'll pull up Joyce Meyer. <laughs> and she has a little bit more spice to it. Yeah. You know, um, I might want to listen to my hip-hop podcast. I might want to listen to a comedy podcast, sports, whatever. Yeah. You know, but um, but as far as Gary's concerned, he, he's definitely, uh, but like, if, if you um, struggle with indigest- intellectual indigestion, mm-hmm. Gary Vee's not someone that um, you want to consume on a regular <laughs> basis. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, but at the same time, I mean, he always talks about self-awareness. Right. Yeah. You know, and and knowing who you are, and you knowing who your people are, and just being you, and and you know, sometimes it rubs people the wrong way, and sometimes it doesn't. I mean, just look at his his social presence; it's crazy, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. But um, this you know. I listened to his podcast today, and I think it was recording for yesterday, the day before. He was on a radio show. Mm-hmm. This dude calls in, and he's like, "Hey, like, I really want to do this. I have a full time job. It's just hard. Like, how do I?" And I'm like, you literally call, like, Gary says the same stuff every single day. I'm like, you literally call Gary to complain about your life. Mm -hmm. Like, when Gary always talks about, like, no one's life was hard. Our parents' life was hard. That were immigrants, especially. And, like, what were you doing from 5 o'clock when you got off Mm -hmm. to, like, Monday when you went back to work? Like, you had a weekend. Like, what are you doing? You need to get a second or third job. Like, don't sleep. I don't sleep. Like, I even feel bad when I do listen to the comedy podcast or I... Like, I'm going to New Orleans next week to visit a friend, but we get so much inspiration and creativity from each other. I'm also going to milk that whole yeah. entire thing to, like, find new restaurants that we could potentially work with, um, experience some things, create as much content as I can for how many accounts that we have to get my money's worth and my time, even though I'm still going to be working and, like, yeah. I'll be waking up early and not going to sleep so I can get work done then for creative exchange. But, sure. like, I just hate when people complain about stuff. I'm like, you're not doing anything about it. Like, you think right. it's hard, but, like, nothing's hard. Yeah. Like, people have done it in worse circumstances. Like, I just can't say that. I'm like, you real, You don't even know, Gary. You called this dude to say that on, like, mm-hmm. national radio. Right. Like, well, get, get out of here, dude. The problem is, like, we do, 
I don't, I don't want to say we live in a time because I feel like there's always been people that want people to hand spoon feed them yeah right. uh, the, the path to how to be quote unquote successful. Uh, but the thing is, I mean, the the, the recipe is has been the same today as it was in two, 2008 compared to what it was in 1998. Yeah, it's just really a matter of having an idea and man and, and having an idea, having a game plan to execute it and executing it. Mm-hmm. Gary Vee talks about it all the time. The game is execution. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like Kevin Hart says, um, everybody wants to be famous, but nobody wants to work hard. Yeah. Right. You know? So. Like, how many years did you not know who they were? And yeah. You just thought they got a role in a big show? Like, you know how many years they were mopping floors in L.A. and, and they sure. did every audition until they actually got something and someone figured out they were special? Sure. Like, I hate people. I don't want to say I hate people, but I've just known people that, like. Have felt, I hate people. Okay. <laughs> I felt very entitled. <laughs> They're like, I'm I'm worth something. Like, why is no one noticing me? I'm like, if you think you're worth something, then, like, you're not worried about people noticing you because right. you know right. it deep down. It's those people that are insecure about their ish. Right. That have to constantly say that and wonder why they're not at the level that they think they should be. Sure. I'm just like, no. And But that's why I don't have a lot of, like, I want to say I don't have a lot of friends, but. If you hang out with me, I'm going to push something on you. Like, I'm very, like, pushy. Like, don't tell me you don't like your job. Because I'm like, oh, did you apply to, like, 20 jobs today? Mm -hmm. Did you update your resume? Um, Did you friend everybody on LinkedIn of companies that you want to work with? They're Mm -hmm. like, oh, no, like, I had to take my dog out. (laughs) I'm just like, what? Like, you can literally make a change today. Sure. But I've had friends are like, back off a little bit, Anna. I'm like, okay. And then I'll text you. Like Right. Well, or they don't text me back. I'm just like, okay, like, this is what you get when you're my friend, like, because right. I don't like when people complain about stuff. But then they're talking about, I work too hard and I never sleep. I'm like, but I'm not complaining about it. I like I like that. It keeps me going because that's going to keep me, like, on my toes. Sure. Well, kind of going back a little bit about, um, we're talking about Jerry Seinfeld. And he, he was talking, about, it was really interesting because it sounds like his life, like, when he was at his highest peak as far as career was concerned, uh-huh. it was actually... At the worst, as far as his actual life was concerned, yeah, because he 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 couldn't maintain relationships, you know, he didn't have a ton of friends, yeah, and it's because like like you're saying, like he was just dedicated to his craft, and you know, you, you, you can look at it a couple of different ways, like well, I want to have a life, I want to have a family, and all that good stuff early on. I yeah. want to be a young parent, and and that's a decision that you can make, and that's cool, and there's nothing wrong with that, yeah. But it's going to be very hard to be Jerry Seinfeld if those are the decisions that you're making. Yeah. You know, so it's just really a matter of like it being really important about knowing what you want out yeah. of life. And if you want, like, a great social life and a relationship and stuff, you can focus on that. And if you're making enough money, like, be happy and fine doing that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm very focused on my career right now, and that's what's fueling me and making me happy like the other will come when i'm ready for it right Mm -hmm. but like i know i want to focus all my time on this and i'm not upset about it so talking about that that's 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 a really interesting point you just hit on so relationships Mm -hmm. right you know i mean i i I know there's probably some guys that that that, that, um they might indirectly or directly slide into those dms oh my gosh (laughs) I, 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 i don't know how intentional they are in the dms but from what i understand um people they're pretty active. I guess it's fair to say. Were you there when we were talking about this the other day? I was not. Oh, I think we were talking about this. Um, anyways, mm-hmm. yeah. So what's the question? <laughs> oh, well, oh, that was a question. Would you say? 
Jokes. I'm not gonna forget oh what Spock said. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, no, I was joking. I, 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 I was really joking. You know, I, I just had he's my very Francis. He's I, like, come on. I had my very serious face to to tell the joke. But no, but seriously, but what I was gonna ask was, as far as your ability to date, mm-hmm. uh, like like where where do you feel? Is that something you're open to right yeah. now, or is it something that like you know is kind of like one of the last things in your mind? I mean, it's definitely not top of mind, but, like, if I think someone has something, like, I'm not going to turn a blind eye to it. Right. Like, I'm going to go with it. And I know whoever I end up with, they're going to work just as much as me, and mm-hmm. we're going to be okay sitting on the couch, like, listening to TV, working beside each other. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's our life. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, I'm totally open to it, but it's not like I'm not on Tinder. Right. Like, swiping. Right. Every night. Yeah. Nah, I, that, that, that definitely makes sense. And from what I understand... And I'm, uh, I move around, like, I don't move around too much, but I'm just, like, all over the place at all times. And, right. like, I'll make time for what I think is important. If I think someone's special, I'll make time for them. But right. no one's been special. Right. No offense. No offense. <laughs> and, and no to, offense. And to those guys in the DMs, keep shooting. You know what I mean? Shooters, I don't, uh, shooters are going to shoot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my DMs blowing up. <laughs> oh, man. That's cool, man. So, really quickly... So as far as your day to life, what 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 does the routine, a uh, typical day in the life of Anna looks like? What time do you start your day? What does that look like? I feel like the time I start my day is embarrassing because it's not as early as it should be. Like uh, I'm not a five a.m. person, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I set my alarm at seven thirty, mm-hmm. and then when I wake up, I get up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm usually up probably about eight because I give myself like that thirty minutes, sure. and they're like, "Oh, I got thirty more minutes to sleep." Like, sure. And that sounds terrible because. People might get ready and then they go to work at 8 a.m. But when I wake up, I start working. Right. Like, so it's kind of the same. But I do want to be more of a morning person and, like, go run in the morning or go get my coffee or go get a bagel or whatever. Like, that's going to be my life in a few weeks, I think. Yeah. I'm going to try to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I'm more of a person. I'm, I'm up till 3 or 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I don't get that much sleep. But mm-hmm. I do wish I could more so balance it out to be in the morning. Right. Um, because I work. I can get stuff done quicker in the morning. By the end of the night, like, I've had so many ideas and people have talked to them in the day. I'm not thinking about what I should have been working on. Mm-hmm. Um, so as soon as I wake up, I'm working. Then, like, if I have to be somewhere that morning, like, I shower and get ready then. Mm-hmm. Or um, if it's not like we met later in the day, like, I got up and worked. And then I was like, okay, like, I need to leave in, like, 30 minutes. Let me take a shower and get ready real quick. Sure. And then come. Um, so... It's really all over the place, but I literally am sitting on a laptop almost every single day at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, Tuesday we had, everybody was at the photo shoot, so, like, that was my entire day. And then when I got home, like, that's when I stayed up and worked all night. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes that happens, but I'm usually somewhere sitting at a, at a computer at all times. And if it's not a day that I don't have to be somewhere, I'll stay at my house all day because that's, I don't have to get ready. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to put actual clothes on. Um, I don't have to drive. And, like, that takes time, obviously, to get somewhere. So sure. I'm usually on a computer from 8 a.m. until 2, 3 o'clock at night, okay. every night. Um, and while oh, I'm doing so, that. Is it back up again? Is it 8 a.m.? 8 a.m.? To, like, 2 or 3 a.m. So that's pretty much all you're doing, like, in that time. I mean, I, like, made my protein shake. Mm-hmm. So it took a little bit, but I'm eating or drinking that while I'm working. Sure. And I'm here, like, right now. Sure. So, like, client but this work. But like, this, like, this is work. Yeah, sure. Um, But, 
Yeah, like, I'm all over the place. Mm. Like, yesterday I had a haircut, so I probably stayed up later last night trying to make up for that, like, two hours that I got a haircut. Right. Um, but I'm on a computer almost every day, all the time. Mm. Like, if you ever see me, I'm on a computer. <laughs> sure, sure. Like, I eat and work unless I'm going out to eat with someone, and I try to dedicate all my time. I'm not one to be on my phone when we're out to eat. Like, I flip it over. Like, that's my time to, like, be here for you because I... Get, I'm giving you my time. And, like, right now, I'm not, like, trying to answer emails and we're, we're talking and doing sure. this. Because I'm trying to, like, if I say I'm going to hang out with you and give you my time, I'm going to give you give my time. Give time. Yeah. Sure. So, I, uh, like, how would you describe, because I know for me personally, time management is a thing, right? Yeah. Like, like how would you describe your ability to manage your time? Would you say you're really good at it? Is it an ongoing issue? Or, like, what are your thoughts? I think I'm pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that gets me back is... If I listen to a podcast or maybe you said something today that sure. sparks my mind, I'm going to write down a note and then I'm going to want to do that instead yeah. of like maybe something else I should have been working on. But if there's a hard deadline, I'm totally fine. Um, and I write, I have a task list app that manages everything. But then before the day starts, the night before, I like make sure I'm ready for all my meetings the next day. I have my list and I put an order number beside mm-hmm. how I want to do it. Sure. Today, it's hard because I'm here and I know this is taking time, but I have 30 tasks. Mm. Normally, the most I know I can get done in a day. Some are quicker than others. Mm. And then knowing other things pop up, about 20 tasks. So today, I'm either going to stay up extra late to get mm. all 30 done, mm. or I know I'm going to have to move some on to the next day. But also, I know that I usually end up with more things or something could happen that um, I try to get things done before they're due so I can move stuff back. Because I don't like working when I'm extremely tired or don't have enough coffee or drinking my energy drinks um, because the quality of work's not going to be as good. Sure. You know, so, so t- t- tell us, man. I know your Creative Exchange is a social media agency, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell us about uh, what like what are you seeing as far as you know, social media is concerned, yeah. trend-wise, that, that we should be looking out for for the next six months or so like do you know um snapchat you know do you do you think um it's going to like as far as its trajectory is concerned what are your thoughts yeah Yeah, i mean particularly with snapchat i don't personally use it that much like Mm. i love how much like they're getting into augmented reality and things like that and i love all the filters and things you can use i love it for a brand standpoint that yeah you can have your own channel and create content and mm. most of our clients we're not in that space that's sure. like 13 to 24 like that's not usually our client base sure um so we don't use it as much but i do like to be able to like just throw up a filter at certain locations for events like that's my favorite thing to use mm. as far as that goes um but anytime like especially instagram or facebook comes out with a new tool like igtv and mm. now on stories you can put the little thing to like have people fill out and answer, mm-hmm. like ask you a That's question. Huge. I, th- I love that. I just hopped yeah. on that today. Yeah. Um, anytime they come out with a new feature like that, like as a brand, you need to be aware of it and get on it as quickly as you can. Even if the content, like quality, as far as like the video might be a little bit blurry, it's better to get on it and actually like say something important and be on that because when the social media channels come out with new features, they're going to value that feature and the people that hop on it, the quicker like the better so i've been trying to like use igtv as soon as that came out mm-hmm. even if i like i'm not sitting in a studio recording like i'm usually in the car recording sure. but i'll make sure i have something good to say or something i think that's valuable um 
Another thing I think about is, like, again, keeping up with the algorithms, understanding, like, how ads work. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people say they use ads and it didn't work, but I'm like, you're not using it correctly or you don't know how to set up the funnels or maybe it's something wrong with your website. It's not mobile responsive. So mm-hmm. making sure you're thinking about things not only on social media, but you're normally you're using social media to get people to your store, to your website. Like, think about how that is interacting with your with your social and how that whole relationship goes. But, again, going back to Gary Vee, like, he's pushing voice right now and everything's going to that. Um, so like Alexa, like where is that going? People are brands having Alexa skills so you can use her for, for learning Spanish or whatever. Mm. Um, so that's definitely picking up and that's not really a space we're into. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure we'll have to get to that in the future. Cause like as a social agency, they're like, there's going to, there's too many bots and things out there to take over what we're doing. And that's why we create content too, because a bot's never going to be able to create the content right. that we're doing. Um, but to write a really good caption, a bot will probably be able to do that in the future. So how are we pivoting and moving as things go? We sure. just have to make sure we're always on our toes because if you're not on your toes in your industry, you will fall behind. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's like, that's the main, I think, catch with that. The thing. Now, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've always, just like I was kind of dubious about the whole 3D TV thing when it came out. Oh, like, yeah. Three or four years ago. I totally forgot about that. And then, like, um, it was Meerkat. I don't know if you remember Meerkat. Yeah. It was just right before Periscope. Mm-hmm. You know, like... The, the, we used to hop on that all the time, Periscope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And, and um, Musical.ly, you know, the, yeah. the, these were all platforms that had uh, traction, but... Um, uh, but like Jay-Z would say, their reign on top was short like leprechauns. You know, um, <laughs> so it's, <What>? yeah. <laughs> What's that mean? Like, so, what's that? so their reign on top, like like their reign, like like um, as far as their, um, the time that they had any type of traction was really short. Yeah. You know, leprechauns are short. Oh. oh my gosh. Yeah, they're short like leprechauns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Hope, <laughs> you know. Oh my um, gosh. But I have a lot of questions about bots and voice. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I don't think that they're going to ever catch on, mm. but they've been talking about bots, voice, blah, 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 words. bots, voice, uh-huh. and AR for like four years now. That's not that long of a time. You know how long we've been talking about flying cars and Casey Neistat just got in one the other day? Mm. Like we've been talking about flying cars for like 20, 30 years. Technically True. a drone. Yeah. Mm. Did you see that episode? Yes. Yeah, it yeah. Was I was like, that's not a car, it's sitting on water. Not sure. Yet. Um sure. But Soon. like bots, that's really pushing out now and we're even gonna we make messenger bots mm. for people so they can like automate different things. But I think that's definitely like picking up now and mm-hmm. it's just really like we talk about a lot of things, but like the technology has to be there right. and it, they're perfecting it before people like us, like right. just normal consumers get to it. Um but I think like like Something I thought was interesting, Gary was mentioning, is like everything's about brand and mm. building a brand. Because if we need a tissue, we say, Give me a Kleenex mm. or chapstick, mm. but it's lip, I guess it's lip balm. Right. I don't know what lip balm. Yeah, but chapstick's a brand. Yeah. But facts. yeah, so like when we're ordering stuff, especially from Amazon on Alexa, we'll say, like, Order me tissue or Kleenex or whatever because they could just send you whatever brand that's the top or making probably Amazon the most money. But you need to build a brand so people replace that with that name. Like most people call these blender bottles even if it's not the brand. Mm. I don't even know what it's called if it's not a blender bottle. I actually lost my blender bottle now that I think about it. I can't find it. 
Maybe a shaker bottle. Yeah, shaker. yeah, but like you, we need to build brands that people recognize that name, and they're gonna say that before the actual name of like what the physical product is. Like we say iPhone, we could be talking about anybody's cell phone, right? Yeah. Like Samsung GS Five. Like, I don't know. Right, yeah. right. Where's your iPhone? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and it's funny. You know, like there's there's Android people who always talk about like, oh, my phone is so much better than yours. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, maybe, but the thing is. Apple, what they've done is they're better at design and they're better at telling their story, mm-hmm. you know, because you might have the Moto, Motorola XR whatever, but y- you might not even know the name of your phone. Yeah. I think it's interesting how they set themselves up. It's like they started with the computer, obviously, sure. and that's like I couldn't – when I went to college, I was like, I'm paying whatever I need to to get me a Mac. Like I know right. that's the top, the yeah. highest quality. And then that's what – after they came out with the Mac – and it got everyone so into Macs and making sure, like, this is the best computer out there. You have to have one. Mm-hmm. That's when they started coming out with all these other products that naturally sync with it. So I already started with this. Sure. I'm not about to go get an Android like I'm going to get an iPhone. Now, right. if they didn't have computers, who knows what type of phone I would have. Because this, I can get iMessage up here and AirDrop. Like, sure. those are two things I live by. Yeah, for sure. So, like, the connectivity is what's there. And if I didn't have this computer... I don't know if I'd have an iPhone right now. Mm-hmm. I thought about a Google Pixel, but mm-hmm. since I don't have a, like, a normal computer, mm-hmm. I'd, I'm not going to think about anything but getting Apple products. So based upon what you're saying, your engagement, what you're seeing out in the culture, um, in five years, where do you think most of the attention is going to be, in your opinion? Um Five years feels like a lifetime from now. It does. Where we're kind of going is experiential marketing. So, Mm -hmm. like, creating events and experiences for brands in person, but that have that digital aspect. Um, I think that's definitely where things are going. Just, like, again, pushing out what Gary's saying, like, about voice and the messenger bots, like, automating as much as we can. Mm -hmm. Um, Even I was at Target the other day, and they didn't have any normal registers open. They only had the self-checkout, and they just have one person looking over. Like, everything's going automatic and and digital. And people are listening to more podcasts and sitting in and watching a video because we want stuff so much quicker and want to consume so we can spend more of our time actually having real experiences in real life. Mm -hmm. So I think anything that can speed up what we're doing online and consuming so we can have, because everyone wants to travel now. Like I was talking to a friend about the wedding industry. Like people aren't spending money on weddings. They're spending money on their honeymoons. We're Mm -hmm. more, people still love stuff, but we're more so going toward the minimal lifestyle where we have less stuff and we rather have an actual experience. Mm -hmm. We're doing whatever we can to get better and faster and quicker with whatever we're learning or whatever we're doing so we can have more time to just enjoy that's away from digital. Sure. I don't know if that makes sense. That but makes like, perfect sense. And that's where my life is. Like, I just want to travel and relax and have fun, mm-hmm. but I'm working hard as hell right now so I can have that one day. And even though I'm making time to travel now and people think I travel all the time, like, I don't have a job that I have to ask off for vacation mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. I just have to set up my schedule to be okay with it. And then when I do travel... I'm milking it for every little thing I can for my business. Sure. So. Sure. It's just about making things happen. But, like, I love, like, the world is amazing. Like, I remember when I went to – I've never left the country, which hopefully that will happen soon. Um, But, like, I went to San Francisco for the first time. I'm just like, I like how – like, it's just a beautiful place. Like, they're just – I'm like, wow, the world looks like this. Like, I want to get out and see all of this for myself. Um what countries are on your list right now? As far as you want Greece to has always been very high on my list. Mm-hmm. That's not like one of the best countries to go to, and they have mm-hmm. a lot of sex trafficking. But like, they do have Sister of the Traveling Pants got me on to Greece. <laughs> yeah. That was one of my favorite movies growing up. 
Um, my friend's talking about Amsterdam in like November or December, so I might like hop on a trip with her there. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go to like the French Polynesia and just very tropical places where there's nothing but beach and no cell phone. Sure. Because if I have um, reception, I'm gonna use it, mm-hmm. and I don't want to have reception. <laughs> sure. Sure. I want to like go off the grid. You can go, uh, you can go international and just like don't have but no but. Oh yeah, you time. can't. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that's true. Yeah. That's I never true. thought about that. See, I haven't traveled, so I don't know <laughs> what you have to do. Well, great. Well, I'm not going to take too much more of your time, and you guys have been great. Uh, but as we wrap up, for the young lady, and you, and you mentioned this a little bit with your friends, right? Mm-hmm. But for the young lady who is 21 years old, mm-hmm. actually, no, let's, let's, take a, let's say they're 23. They're 23 okay. years old. So they work for an agency. They just graduated. They work for an agency mm-hmm. for 10 months. They hate it, oh. and and they have um, a good grasp of what they want to, the contribution they want to bring to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your advice to that person? Start it. Mm. Like, just start it and do it, because one thing about Creative Exchange is I, I want to do things and they be perfect the first time, but they're never going to be like that. Like, our logo when we started was disgusting. Mm. And I knew, like, we didn't have all the processes in place like we do now. Like, mm. But we, we also had cheaper prices. Mm. But, like, you just have to go out and start it and do it mm. because otherwise you're going to keep waiting until it's, like, perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's just never going to happen. Like, right now, like, we're so much farther along than we were when I got started, but we're still not to where I want to be because you're always going to want the next best thing for whatever you're doing. But, like, people tell me, they're like, I want to work in social media. I'm like, okay, did you start, like, a feature account or volunteered to do a business's social media for free mm-hmm. um whatever like they're like no i'm like you can literally get yourself into any experience that you want you just have to make it happen and right. people don't want to do that they're like well i'm not getting paid or like mm-hmm. you can learn anything you want on the internet mm. like you can yes, you don't have to go to school for it like i didn't go to school for any of the social media stuff but this is what i'm doing as a career mm-hmm. and i'm like an expert in it you just did it yeah you just did it so I just got the opportunity to do it and get paid, and then I did some free stuff and some internships and stuff. But, like, you just got to go out there and make it happen. Just teach yourself whatever you want to learn and then tell people you know how to do it and then get clients. Like, I don't have any background in sales, but I sell to clients every single day because I'm just myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm being authentic. Like, I actually want to work with you. I'm not just trying to here to make money, just like kind of what I was talking about on sure. the, the IGTV post the other day. But, Yeah. You just can't wait for it to be a perfect time. Like, if you know you're interested in something, go learn it and go do it. Sure. And don't wait around. Sure. I didn't know what I was doing when I got all those freelance clients on social media. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. You, you I, I would take on graphic design projects. Mm-hmm. I, had I remember no idea. that. I don't know how to do that. I remember that. I just would do it. I'm like, oh, like, now, because I, I need the pressure. Yeah. Right. Like, I got paid by someone to do this. Like, I got to do it now. Right. So. Right. Now, that's, 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 that's definitely real. I don't do that as much now. Because I'll just hire someone to do it if I don't know how to do it. But well, well you, you learn that it's it's, it's better to um, yeah. What'd you say earlier? Ask for do it and ask for forgiveness later. Oh no, that was oh, real. Yeah, 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 but yeah. it's real. Yeah, <laughs> it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is. To ask Maybe for if I can't permission. do it, I'll refund your money. Yeah, yeah. find somebody else. But I tried. Yeah. I'm never gonna. I mean, I will refund someone's money if I mess up. But like, right. I'm gonna make it happen, or I'm gonna go hire someone and say I did it. Right, 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 right. 
Right. I don't do that now. Right. <laughs> no. I don't do that now, but like no. graphic design projects back in the day, oh yeah. my gosh. Like I would get myself in a mess trying to figure out how to do something. But it pressures me to learn how to do it. Yeah. Because money is a more than a grade. Like if it's just a grade for school, mm-hmm. that's just a letter on a piece of paper. That don't matter. But right. like if I'm taking someone's money, like that's serious. Right. So. Because then like you, you don't want to have a conversation where it's like, oh man, what the hell, man? That's pissing yeah. them off. They felt like they lost money. I'm right. losing money that I basically got myself into making. But mm-hmm. a letter on a grade, like, you're not trying to impress anybody but yourself when right. you try to get a letter on a grade. Unless right. your parents are, like, really strict on you. Which right. my parents were, but I would have to remind my mom. I'm like, Mom, I'm disappointing myself more than you. Like, you don't need to, like, howl me about the C mm-hmm. on this test because I'm more upset about it than you could ever be. Like, mm-hmm. I've gotten this under control. I remember when I told her that, she was like, oh, like, you're right. Like, mm-hmm. So she didn't really get mad about other grades. She was like, I know you're worried about it. That was a great reverse um, um, oh, Jedi yeah. trick, though. Yeah. Sorry, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, like, I was going to say, like, if there's, like, any books or podcasts or anything that the internet's should, yeah. Should, should be consuming. Um, I just read The Brand Gap. I literally, you can read that book so fast. It's mm-hmm. so, such a good, like, little quick read. I read it on a plane flight, like, mm. a plane flight to somewhere and back. Um, finished that entire book. That was pretty good. The E-Myth is, like, if you're oh, an entrepreneur, that oh, is man. one of the top books you need to read. That Life was so changer. good. Um, on my list to get is Gary Vee's new book, Crushing It. Okay. Um, I have a, quite a few other books, but, like, something by Dave, David Ogilvy. Is up there. He oh, 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 advertising. The, the, advertising. the book on advertising. I yeah. have that book. It's great. Okay. I might need to switch. It's great. that from you. Um, but yeah, so like, it's usually all ones very into what I'm doing that are going to inspire me to do better. Like, oh, if you ever want to run a digital agency, there's a book called Agency. Mm. And it literally tells you everything you need to have and set up and think about. And even though I have a lot of this things together, it's just like inspiring me to remind me like I need to get that done or like right. this is going to mm-hmm. take us to the next level. That's a good book, too. But all my books are very, like, about exactly what I'm doing. Sure. I don't really get too much into other things. And any cool Instagram accounts to follow? This is for for both of you, too. Mm, That's a good one. Um, This is actually a company I kind of want to partner with um, called Gandergrams. And they make some really cool, like, graphic design and digital stuff. Um, That's another agency. I think they're in New York. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't really... I do so much social media for other people, I don't... Unless I'm creating content for mine, I'm not following or looking at what other people are doing, mm-hmm. like, which is bad. But I don't have time because mm-hmm. I'm more so trying to work on on the business. Gotcha. But like I follow some cool agencies. Mm, like okay. listen in the show notes. Okay, listen <laughs> in the show notes. Like people say the show that. Notes. Like find them in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Well, cool. Well, Anna, thank you so much. JJ, my man. Also, thank you for, for being here. Um, per usual. Now I'm just working on like my, my, my send off. Okay. Yeah. My send off. What, what am I saying? Peace ha- out. See you later. Bye. Peace out. See you later. Um, see you tomorrow. Just say a dumb pun, like something about, just say something about like, never forget to sharpen your knife. Oh my God. When you're no. ironing. You know, no, like, I feel no. like you would tell to say something like that. <laughs> I, got I got you. And remember. No send-off. I'll holler at y'all later. Yeah. <laughs> That's so you, though. That's so you. Yes. Screw this. I ain't doing the send-offs.